It was the anchor man, wasn't he? That's right, yeah. And it was a battle between being the top anchor man. Yeah. Good scene. Yeah. It's a very funny them. film. Yeah. Two very funny actors. Anyway, let's get serious. Let's get serious. Let's get serious. I'll do it again. I wouldn't have to do it anyway. Talking to yourself there. Was I? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You and technology, eh? I'm rubbish. It's like it's me rubbish. and it's like me and makeup. Oh, I know you like a bit of makeup. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. It must be time for our podcast. Podcast, yes. Introductions. Yeah. Thanks for joining us once again. Yep. On our podcast, the wedding photographer's journey, with me, Darren, and me, Cara, and we are the dynamic duo of fantastic photographer and super duper. Assistant here. Assistant. Avec les caméras. Pardon? Also. <laughs> <laughs> That's the France bit coming yeah, back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. You, know, you got yourself a drink there? Yep, I have. Oh, you got one. You're hiding behind the laptop. Yep. Get yourself all settled. Mm. So what we're talking about. You ask that every week. I know. And I say, I haven't got a clue because I don't have a clue. We just no. roll with ideas that are rolling around in our head like peas in a bucket. Mm. Rattling around there. Two very small peas in one very big bucket. Exactly. We'll just drop them on the table and see what turns up. Yep. Yeah. Okay, go. Funny again, because it amazes me that people actually listen to this. I know. I mean, we've got our family members. I think they haven't got bored just yet. I don't know. Mm. Hello, family, if you're listening. If you're not, why not? <laughs> uh, but it's even funnier when you just get a response. Now, we, we, we touched on the subject last week, didn't we? And we were talking about prices. Yep. And I kind of threw the cat amongst the pigeons in a little way. Um, and it's quite funny, like I say, when you get a little bit of feedback and a few grumbles back your way. Mm. Uh, people just justify in both ways and both sides of the argument. Because it is an argument that's in there. It's, it's like as old as the dinosaurs, the yeah. argument in photography when it comes to showing your prices, should you or shouldn't you. It's, it's one of those things. There's no right answer. There is no right answer. It's down to individual preference. It's down to individual marketing, those sort of things. Mm. And with a lot of people, I, I, I think it just literally helps them with their sifting out the right clients for them. Yeah. In my mind, that. that's silly. If anybody wants to pay what you're asking, you shouldn't have to worry about are they your clients or not. No. But some people out there, they want to work specifically with specific types of people. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, of course. Good girl. Do I look like I'm understanding? Yeah. It's like, like that, that, face, that vacant look. What is he talking about? What is on telly later? <laughs> But no, but to be serious, it was a, it was just something I put out there and I made as a. But again, it's just repeating what we always say. It's, it's my opinion, it's our opinion, it's and my we know opinion. What we do. Sometimes yours and my opinion are different, aren't they? Yeah. In, even in this industry and what we do, sometimes we'll have a discussion rather than an argument, and decide I was right, so we're okay. Yeah. True. <laughs> but it, again, it's just opinions. But it was quite interesting that people wanted to, to justify why they did it and almost educate me, if you like, because I'm not the perfect article in any shape or form so I was quite pleased that people took the time and effort um, and on the back of that we I think you you had a little bit of something that you wanted to just share yeah. didn't you Eric, quickly yeah well I shared something on um, on a page on Facebook and the purpose of this um, post was just to get a couple's ideas as to why they um, if they think it was important or not to know a photographer's pricing on their website question was do you like to see direct and transparent pricing on a wedding photographer's website and i just gave them two options good question and yeah. in, a, in a relative arena as well so, yeah yeah, yeah it, was, it you... was in a relative arena yeah. um the two questions were yes i want to see their pricing display clearly or no i'm happy to contact them for pricing yeah so that's just literally putting it out there isn't it you're not yeah. really deciding what kind of clients or what kind of individuals or class or whatever that's going towards it's just literally tossing it out there that question into the yeah. general 
Yeah, it was on um, the wedding page, so yeah. obviously the so people yeah. were on the page. So it's, it's a fair, it's an even ground, it's a fair, Yeah. Um, what do you call it when it's measuring people? It's a fair of people. <laughs> yeah, a fair, yeah, section. Section, yeah. yeah. There is a word. There It'll is. probably come back to me in a minute. Like. Sorry, carry on. No, um, and it was overwhelmingly, actually, that was about, we worked about 98% of the votes yeah. were they would like to see pricing. On website, on the so they would website. actually they prefer to see prices. Yeah, yeah. So they sort of, uh, yeah, they lean to the water. They, they're shopping, so they're looking for prices. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah, and um, I also asked. They said they could comment if they felt they wanted to expand on this. Why they mm-hmm. chose the option they did. So there's a few um, comments here. I thought I'd read a couple out. Um, this one from Sharona. Honestly, it's a nightmare when simple, clear pricing is not shown. Let's not waste mine and your time in contacting for no reason if you are far out of my budget and then having to wait a day or two for a response, especially when you have a thousand different kinds of suppliers to contact. Mm-hmm. This is so time-consuming. Mm-hmm. That's a really good important point, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, fair, it's a fair comment as well because I think most couples, when they're looking for any supplier, it is time-consuming. Yeah. It's time-consuming. You know, and they're giving up time, aren't they, to do it? Yeah. It's not just photographers, is it? They're looking. Well, of for course not. Exactly. Yeah, suppliers. they've got they've got a lot to do. A lot, a lot of organising to do, and it's part of it. Um, and someone replied to her. Actually, Tina said exactly. Most suppliers do this, and it's such a jar. Like, do they just make up the prices as and when? If not, why not just put the price on? Mm-hmm. That's a good one because that's kind of something I mentioned last week. That it it kind of makes you feel that maybe there isn't a price in inverted commas. Mm. It's just yeah, we touched on that. Last yeah, it's just we? you know, it may, as a consumer in anything, if you're not seeing a price in black and white, are you 100 percent sure that everybody or you are getting the same deal as everybody else? Yeah, it's a, it's it's one of those, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And Katie, she said, uh, I literally chose my photographer because out of my favourites, he had clear, descriptively priced packages on his website. No faffing around inquiry, just straight out booked him. Love the simplicity of the process. <laughs> I love that word. Yeah. Faffing. Oh, yeah, we like no faffing, faffing about. Yeah. But yeah, again, it, it's that, it is that classic. They just don't want to be wasting time. Mm. If you see it, you like it. How much I've got to pay for it? Yeah. Because if you then have to send emails and then you have to wait for responses, it's all waiting time. If you've got loads of time and you're enjoying the experience, I suppose, of planning your wedding, you know, it's all well and good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but on the on the back of that, I, I just. Um, I took it a little bit further, just for my own sake, really. I, I really didn't want to open this up into be something that it's not, because it's neither wrong nor right, and it makes no difference to anybody at the end of the day, yeah. other than what you've just read out there. It just means that some people have to spend a bit more time than they perhaps want to. Um, but as I, said, I just I just read a couple of different things. I was quite interested in this point that um, I came across, that when it comes to sort of working on with websites, that price... And cost are two different things. Yeah, you told me about that. I just, I just couldn't get me out yeah, yeah. of until you explained it further. So, I mean, it's going to be hard to explain it in in a intelligent way. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, it goes on to say that the price plus the confusion, the effort, and the fear of a potential client or a customer that bracket together it becomes the psychological cost to the client. Yeah, land I think on it's your a really website. Point. So the price plus those factors, the confusion, the effort, and the fear—that's the cost yeah. of the whole exercise so far for the person looking, in this case, to book a wedding photographer. Yeah. Price plus something else is the cost. Again, as you can see, they're two different things, aren't they? Well, yeah, time's precious, isn't it? And again, if we're talking about these these comments on here, they they were mm-hmm. annoyed that they had to spend. Wasted time. Yeah, that's and right. There's a cost to them. So that, that that goes on to the next point that having no price, it means more effort has to be made by the client, customer, client. What should we call them? Client. Client. I like client. So more efforts made by them. So now the cost to them is now more because mm. they've put more into just finding out what that price is. Yeah. So the chances are when they get that price back, and it is quite a larger price, shall we say, because of the cost that they've already invested. That price now becomes higher. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, you understand I that? Of course, I understand that. It's, it's obvious to me. Yeah. That way. Of course, when you're trying to do your marketing and you're online, you, again, you've, you, you're trying to. I don't like to use the word reeling customers because that sounds like you're trying to 
hook them yeah. and pull them in before you know before they realise what you're doing. Yeah. But in marketing and in business, it's, it's trying to net your your client, isn't it? You want them to come it's to you. Attracting them, aren't you? Yeah, that's a good word, attracting. Yeah. yeah, you want to attract them, but you want to keep them interested and attracted. Yeah. So in in the marketing side of it, from your website, you're basically you're giving offers, aren't you, with packages or options, whatever you want to call them, they're offers. So for your client, as you come to your website, you want them to quickly read what your copy is or your marketing material and you want them to understand it don't you yeah and then follow that up by believe it mm. and once you've got those two nails you now want the client to follow up with their own inner belief saying i want it i i can't find this anywhere else yeah so you've gone from i understand it i believe it this is the client yeah so then they've convinced themselves i want it because i can't get this anywhere else mm. i say that's all when you read spiel on websites you know i've been on websites where i've been looking for um education things and whatever you're you're kind of sold you're on you're on a you know you're in a sales pitch kind of thing don't you yeah without actually talking figures of money but you're interested enough to well, carry this is, on this, this is a whole point reading. it's what you're looking for yeah so you, you're interested to read it aren't you i say these i want it and i can't find this anywhere else these are for the client they're what they call cognitive conclusions that's a because what what the page that the customer the client is now on, with these cognitive conclusions, I have to put my teeth I, in because these big words, well. <laughs> it now has a value. There's a valued proposition now, isn't there, to the client? It, it's like an inner thing. They've convinced they're, they're convincing themselves, it's, and this is which is what good copy is, isn't it? This is all before. Yeah, they know this the is all before. Or yeah, before yeah. they've seen price. Price is revealed. So they've now they've now seen this value in in this position at this stage. So the non-price showers. They expect that the next step by the potential clients is to have their curiosity satisfied. You with me? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So they're on the page. They believe what they're hearing. They're resonating with it. They value it. The owner of the website is now expecting that client to contact them because they want their their um, curiosity satisfied. satisfied. Mm-hmm. They want to know, how much is this ideal thing going to cost me? Yeah, yeah. So therefore, they ask for the price, don't they? They send the message or they email the the supplier, the photographer in this case. They email them for the price, don't they? But they're on the other side of that, people get to so far into that, but they don't necessarily want their curiosity satisfied because they then develop this fear. Yeah. This fear that they read all this. There's no answer there. They're now, now they're in a position of fear. And the fear is... They're like, they're like psychology. They're fear of their own psychology because it tells them, this isn't for me. I won't be able to afford this. That photographer won't want to shoot my wedding. You know, those sort of negative fears mm. come into that client, do they? I think that's so you, you, Well, this is a whole thing. You've had all these clients come to your website. They've read your copy. You've got one set, one set that say, yeah, I want to know more. Not necessarily I'm going to book you, but I want to know more. They, they put the extra effort in. Remember, you're making the, making the client make more effort. Yeah. And you get the others that say, nah, if you're not showing me the prices, I'm not going. I'm not good enough. For whatever reason, they've got negative psychological feelings or theories in their head that stop them taking that final step. Don't I imagine they? a lot of that is feeling, if I contact them and they tell me the price and I can't afford it, I've then got to say... Oh, sorry. You've got to make an excuse then. You're not true, going to say, yeah. I can't afford it. You're going to try and find that an excuse. True. And all this is going on in your head exactly. as you're looking at it. So what's the easiest thing to do at that stage? Have a price somewhere. But even if, if there's no price being showed, you'll just move on, won't you? Oh, you'll God, move yeah. on to your yeah, next, your next, no the next web page. Web, the next off. website on yeah. the list, yeah. yeah. Uh, because the way that works is kind of, it's company logic, business logic, isn't it? Yeah. So if you're looking at a page on a website and you're looking for products, a toaster or vacuum cleaner, as in this is your copy and this is what you want the, the client or the consumer to read oh, to now. convince them. Yeah. But a client reads the website copy with their customer logic. Hmm. What's the logic? I can afford it or I can't afford it. Yeah. Generally, isn't it? Going back to those with the more negative psychological feelings, it's created anxiety, isn't it? Having yeah. no price, having no final line to cross. There's nothing to confirm one way or the other whether they can or can't. It creates anxiety because they then feel, what's the catch? There's yeah. a catch here. Yeah. Now, I've had emails come into my inbox, I've read them, and I'll get really drawn in by what I'm reading. But at the back of your head as you're reading, you know, you know ah, there's, there's a catch here somewhere. You, you might even it. go click the link to have a look at the website and you say, yeah, it's, it's sounding good. Scroll to the bottom as quick as you can. There's a catch somewhere, isn't mm. there? I mean, that's just the anxiety it builds up in people. And they don't want to be... Mini- 
They don't want to be that. Manipulated. Manipulated. So, they, so if there's no prices showing to them, do they? a certain section will feel, if I contact, am I now going to be manipulated or kind of forced into yeah. into the next stage, if you like, yeah. of talking money and prices? Which, if money's no object, then I suppose that doesn't matter, does it? Well, of course but, not. Because most people have a budget. Of course not. They have an idea what they're going to pay. And they're scared it's going to be above that already. Yeah. And then, yeah. like you said, that, there's that fear factor. Because the other thing to think about wedding photography prices... There is no real price. No. There isn't a real price, is there? No. There's not an industry standard price for your work or my work or his work or her work. There's no standard price. So your price has to be kind of tested over the years, doesn't it? Yeah. You have to know what you can start at and then start booking and selling, shall we say, because you're getting hired. You can then up your prices, you know, periodically and Mm. still get hired. You can you can double your prices maybe because you're doing so well, and hear from no one. Yeah. So you kind of you've tested your prices to know where your bottom is, and you you're going to get work easy, and where your top is, where people aren't going to pay that for what you do. Yeah, where it's tumbleweed. <laughs> That's the reasons you can take that take out of that what you want. There's reasons there why you shouldn't show your prices, and there's reasons there why you should, isn't there? But it all comes down to, I suppose, and this is probably what I've learned out of this, it's all to do with your marketing. So I don't dismiss anybody that doesn't show them, but I will always hold on to the fact you should show your prices on your website, in your shop, okay? Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean they have to be in big, bold letters on your landing page. So that's the first thing people see. Mm. Because you do run the risk, I think, if people land on websites... Just a price shop. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. If somebody lands on our website, they will find our prices, but we hope that they will read about us and what we offer before they get to that page. Yeah. Now, this might be a failing in us. Let's be honest here. Mm. And this is kind of what I've learned, that we might need to change that slightly. Yeah, that, that's really interesting. Maybe remove pricing from your navigation bar. And this is advice to anybody that's listening, particularly if you're a newbie and you're building your website. It's worth taking this on board. Remove your pricing as a clickable link at the top of your nav bar mm. because you do run the risk of people coming in and that's all they want to know. Yeah. Because they've got a long night of looking at wedding photographers and they're just going to click price. They're price shopping at that stage, aren't they? Yeah. But what you really want them to do is land on your page and read, you know, not I'm not talking reels or reels of paragraphs of copy, but just essentials, who you are, what you do, where you are, you know, nice things so they can form a relationship and just tell them why they should work with you and yeah. hire you. Yeah. Answer their questions before they've asked them. But again, that comes to knowing your client. Yeah. We discussed that previously, haven't we? Mm. That we we've kind of we've we, we've developed our ideal client. We kind of know what we're looking for. Yeah. So the wording on our website will be more in tune with that sort of person, That's right. rather than somebody I don't know. Where would you put it? high-class individual, high-powered individual, you know, that wants fine art and this and that. They're not really our clients, are they? No, And even if they ask us if we want to do their wedding, I would probably be honest enough to say we probably wouldn't be offering you what you would like to have at the end of your wedding. That's the way it is, isn't it? We're all different. That's why there's so many of us. Exactly. We're all doing what we do as well as we can. So as I say, keep the pricing in your website somewhere. Just keep it somewhere. Um, make it accessible by the the marketing text. Yeah. Mm. So they read your copy. Where do you want to go from here? Click this button, and th- and your prices will it will take it will then take them to your pricing page. So they've they've not had to search and search and search, but they've had to have a fair read to then develop a little relationship with yeah. you and then see your prices. They've had an insight into what you offer and what what you're going to be able to do for them on yeah. your wedding day. So basically, in a nutshell, you're getting the client to understand the true value of your photography services. Yeah. Yeah. You as a person on, you know, running that business, and just reveal the price. Reveal it at some stage. This is my whole point with this. Don't not have no prices to see anywhere, even if it's just a starting from. Mm. It helps people out, doesn't it? Yeah. I really do think by what you've read and and the poll that you did, people are saying brides, potential brides, because it mainly is brides, isn't it? It usually is brides. They are, yeah. It's driving them mad. Yeah. They want to see a price. Yeah. Even if it's just a starting price, it gives them an idea and it helps them out, doesn't it? Yeah. And the idea is once they've established that price, it's revealed to them with a positive vibe. Mm. You know, not they're not disappointed when they then see the price. Because I sometimes feel if, if you're withholding all your pricing, 
somebody does contact you, you go back to them with your now price list, which could be really complex. Yeah. And they get the oh, feeling. Yeah, or it can be simple but really expensive. They get the same, oh, yeah. you know, they, they get the negative that way. So yeah, they're not likely then to take it any further, are they? No. Uh, but I still stand, show your price somewhere. Yeah. I will always stand by that. Well, it's just what we do, isn't it? So it's just what we do. If we if we were doing anything else, then obviously we'd stand by that. But we yeah, show yeah. Price but I, I, the I right fully, thing to do. I fully understand and appreciate why lots of people out there don't show their prices at all. I disagree with it, but I fully understand. So it's not wrong. So well, why don't they show them then? Because it's 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 their it's their marketing. That's what they've developed, isn't it? So they're they're attracting customers. Basically, they're they're getting rid of tire kickers, aren't they? They're attracting customers that they know once they deliver them a price list, they've effectively, the relationship has almost been cemented there and then before they receive the prices. So receiving the prices is like, yes, that, you know, almost that's what they're expecting. Do you think price then, in that when people don't put their, when photographers don't put their prices on their website, do you think they're after people of a certain criteria with a certain price bracket? You know, yeah, I do. They're yeah. be spending yeah. more money, basically. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But that's their ideal client. That's what they've worked over the years to achieve, isn't it? Yeah. So you can't knock no, of course not. anybody's no, no. marketing and the way they run their No, I, um, I their imagine business. they've got plenty of work and it's, yeah. not, it's never been a problem to them. But yeah, them it, it keeps away those looking for a deal. I mean, we, we get inquiries, don't we? And people, you know, trying to just knock us down. But that, that's the day and age we live in. Yeah. I'm open to a bit of bartering. Yeah. You know, but we know the value of what we do. Mm. And I think we give them a fair opportunity to yay or nay. Yeah. You know. I don't, we don't really shift on our price, but the, there are other things we could sort of pop in there as well, rather than changing the price. Is there? Yes. Is there? Yeah. Is there? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> but that's the whole thing. That's part of your marketing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, some people don't like really complicated packages. They don't like the gold, the silver, the platinum, the diamonds, yeah. and the half day, half day, quarter day, day, all that. I two mean, hours, three hours. it's a lot to take in yeah. when you're landing on someone's page, and that's just on the pricing section. It's a lot, isn't it? Mm. And as you had somebody comment on your poll, it just it makes their brain frazzled, doesn't it? Yeah. They're seeing too much information. Well, the thing is, it's not just you they're going to come to. They're going to go and look at a few things. Yeah, and if they've got to read the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's kind of on the back of all that. It's a change that I think we're going to implement. Yeah. That we will not necessarily put our prices up there in all the lights. Yeah. Because you do run the risk of people just literally price shopping. I think if you run in your business and your website as a wedding photographer... You've got to get those people to know you and understand you. Yeah, you've you. got to make a connection. Make that connection. Mm. Let them know you You totally understand and you totally get them yeah. already. Yeah. Because generally, we're, we're experienced enough to know how we can work for them yeah. to improve their day. Yeah. And that's not going off on... That's our ideal client. We generally make their day a good day, don't we? Yeah. And others do the same thing with different clientele it's a way it's different across the board and that's one thing that I just wish most wedding photographers would just get in their head mm. we're all different yeah all your bride your grooms your couples they're all different yep. there's such variety out there so variety in the world is amazing and just to think that you own or you should have the monopoly of your area of wedding photography is a little bit it's a little bit wrong yeah but yeah I'll put a close on that okay but thank you for thank you for getting in touch. I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to mention names and things because I just think it can be a, get a bit uncomfortable and it's it's unfair on those that have got in contact in confidence, shall we say? Yeah. Um, just just letting me know and letting you know and letting us know what what they feel about our argument, mm. which is fine because that's exactly what this is for. Yes. You're looking at me like. What's next? What are you doing next? Do it's next? funny because we come here, you, you, there was no, <laughs> there's nothing planned, is there? No. And you're like looking at me saying... Well, you're the lead, aren't you, here? What, what I'm, got, just, I'm just a... What have you got up your sleeve guy? next, Darren? What's, what's up your sleeve? <laughs> what are we doing next? Is there something I can cope well, with? I knew we were doing the last bit because obviously you did the poll. You did the poll, yeah. And as I say, as, as, as the comments were coming, I was quite I was quite chuffed that people were actually yeah. bothering. Well, it's quite a big... A big, a big site, that one, that uh, yeah, page rather. That's right. Page. That's right. About 30,000 people on that yeah. particular Facebook Across page. Across the ocean so as well, aren't they? In America and UK mm. and worldwide. So last last Saturday, Saturday just gone, July the 4th. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, yeah. So what's it? Super Saturday? All these, what? Super Saturday. Super Saturday. Wasn't that a children's TV show in the 80s? I don't know. Super Saturday, no. Don't think so. No. 
But yeah, they... Tis was. Remember Tis was? Oh, I remember Swap Shop. That was Saturday. I'm not as BBC. No, I was on oh, TV <laughs> I'm not posh. Honestly, you're saying I'm posh because I watch BBC. But it was Super Saturday because they would they'd lifted many restrictions mm-hmm. in the UK, hadn't they, as far as social gatherings go? And the pubs are open. Go mm. on, Bennett. <laughs> Didn't we know it? Flipping heck. What do some people not understand about the term social distance? I don't know. People are posting photos, being in a pub. Yeah. With like 10 of their mates or the football team, whoever, then seen for yonks, all arm in arm, arms around each other, drinks in... Licking each other's faces. I was like, yeah. (laughs) I thought thought the idea was you you got seen into a pub and sat down and that was where you had to stay. Mm. But it seems like some pubs are just like, oh, come in. Carry on as normal. I think they've probably. I know they've suffered. Started as they've suffered to go immensely, on, but, haven't they? The, yeah. the pub trade, particularly. But I'm sure they haven't been without their help. Oh, they've had their help, haven't they? But yeah, I just, it just made me laugh. They opened the doors. It was like hey, free because we went out, didn't we? Saturday evening to go and get a takeaway. Not to the pub, by the way. No, we went out just to get a takeaway. Yeah. So we, in our town, we sort of went through the town centre, and it was just youths everywhere. Were they leering, yeah. not drunk in the road? This oh, is at eight o'clock. Yeah, eight o'clock in the evening. Been six that morning, aren't they? So. Blimey, are they? Yeah. Six o'clock in the morning? Six o'clock in the morning. Well, I don't know if anybody in this town... No, no pubs in our town would open at six. Oh, my not, God, no, that'd be carnage. But back to happy days on Saturday. Yeah. I noticed they've had to close a few pubs as well in the UK because yeah. Corona had resurfaced yeah, in those pubs. Mm-hmm. But it just goes to show, doesn't it, you, you've, you're still running a risk. Yeah. You're still running a risk. And, and we, have, we'll to be, be we have to be careful because you've got... <clears throat> your elderly parents yeah. that you care for so you're a carer in those respects aren't you yeah. and they're quite vulnerable my mother is at the vulnerable age and she yeah. works in the care industry as well so we've, we have to, we've been careful since day one haven't oh, we? Yeah. And we as a family we've been nowhere but it just made didn't make me laugh it just made me I was just amazed yeah so these little restrictions were lifted and everyone just went Woo! well not everyone back to it the same within the wedding industry wasn't it once these announcements that restrictions had been lifted it went a bit weird online because people were now convinced that they could have an all-day wedding with 30 guests. Yeah. A proper all-day yeah. wedding. Totally jumped the gun. With 30 guests. Mm. And I mean 30 guests that they've invited. Yes. Regardless of who was doing the catering, who was doing the photography, who was doing the DJ and those sort of things. Well, basically a 30-guest wedding, mm. start yes. to finish. Yeah. So you could have bridal prep, you could have 30 people in the ceremony, and then you could get having a reception after, yeah. sit down with you all for 30 guests. Yeah. Very I know people, people have been really desperate, but sometimes you think you need to read a bit. Yeah. Just, I mean, if particularly if you're into this and it's, you're getting married, you you got to get the facts, haven't you? Really, what yeah, you're in for. But it was just amazing that these posts were going out now. Finally, getting married. It's going to be a reduced guest list, but it's going to be a good wedding. But what yes, is, you have a good wedding with I those thought, people. Thought, but it's not going to be a good wedding, is it? It's going to be a good ceremony. Yeah. Because that is it. Yeah, and the cer- and it still had, depends on how big the, the ceremony room is. That's right, the, how big the venue yeah. is. Still and even if the it. venue wants to entertain that yeah. on their premises. Yeah. And I say well, there's a few in the local registry office, I mean, but they're having like four or five guests, aren't they? Yeah. Because people want to do the marriage thing, don't they? Yeah. Uh-huh. It depends on the size of the room, doesn't it? Where you can what do they call them? They, they call them now wedding... They're terming them something now, aren't they? Because they're doing a little bit this year and something next year. Oh, the um, the wedding... Oh, no, yeah. Oh. Sequels. sequels. The wedding sequels. Sequel. Came back to what we said last month. We, we, <laughs> we had this in place nearly three months ago, didn't we? Yeah. And I'm a bit annoyed we didn't actually trademark the whole idea. <laughs> Should have <shouldn't> me. <laughs> but I say most photographers, it'll be in their head because yeah. every photographer, a wedding photographer out there, is looking for ways to up their game, change their business, plan ahead, and sort of fill this void that they're in. Mm. So I think most photographers have, have they've had that in their head, haven't they? That we can still do the intimates once the restrictions have been lifted. Yeah. And hopefully everything crossed next summer will be your banging party. Yeah. So we've got one booked in that are doing that now, aren't they, yeah. for definite? Yeah. So hopefully we'll pick up a, a few more along the way. But yeah, it just made me a bit amazed. I feel like saying, oh, whoa, slow down, people. I know. The wedding industry is not back. I mean, you can understand why some couples were getting excited. You know, they've been planning this wedding for a couple of years, some of them. 
Yeah. And it yeah. was, was going to be, be off. It wasn't, yeah. you know, it wasn't going to happen. And suddenly, uh, oh, 30 guests. You know, 30 guests. And yeah, you can easily be, be blinkered, yeah, can't exactly. you? And then literally, you see what you want to see. And don't it's like, you? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. When you're reading something, whether it's online or in a, in a paper or whatever, you pick out the essential words that mean yeah, something you don't know. So yeah. you've picked out 30 guests, wedding, back. I'm terrible Whee! at skim reading things. I'm terrible at yeah. doing that and not getting the full the full understanding of something because I've, I've seen the words that I want to see yeah. and make it up as I go along. Oh, dear. But we're getting there. We're getting there slowly, aren't we? The industry, I hope it will be back next year. The yeah. Back end of this year, I hope it starts picking up again. Oh, you just can't. You just, you just don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody because I keep hearing photographers, suppliers, they're all convinced that next summer is going to be the busiest ever. It's going to go from the quietest they've ever known it to probably the busiest next summer. But I'm not so sure. No, I'm initially, not. Uh, initially, when this first happened, my, my first thoughts were, oh, it's going to be busy next year, isn't it? Yeah. Because we're moving all our weddings into next year and we're going to have all next year's weddings. But, of course, as this year went on, this summer, bookings aren't materialising like they would have done naturally no, for not. the following year. And I think I think couples have just been ultra-cautious. Very they cautious. Wanna, they don't want to... Yeah. If they've recently got engaged or they've been engaged for a year or so and they were planning on getting married 2021... Mm-hmm. If it was me, I'd be saying, yeah, leave it till 2022. Yeah, put the brakes on. Yeah. Waited long enough. It's still so unknown. But that, that's it. It's, it is the unknown. If we don't know where we're going with this virus, you know, early next year, where we're going with, um, what do they call them? The vaccines. Vaccines. Yeah. Things like that. Good band, the vaccines. Are they? Yeah. Were. 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 Who were the vaccines? They were banned in the late 70s, early 80s. Can you remember any there? I actually can't. And <laughs> <laughs> you're going to say that. <laughs> remember the vaccines. But no, again, we just don't know where we're going to be. We are still in that un- uncertain time. Yeah. I think people believe that this it can't be the same this time next year. How can no. it be in this civilised, modern world? It can't be the same. But, but it could con- be, All the countries, are Spain and Australia... They're all having resurgences, aren't they? Well, they are. Well, even in, in the UK, they've locked down certain well, towns, the haven't UK, they? We, we just, we're rubbish anyway, so that's not yeah. surprising. But they've, even they've lifted restrictions, but they've actually probably locked down some towns. Yeah. Well, Leicester's a big city. That was mm. actually, I don't know if it's split in half or whatever, but certain parts of it were locked down again, weren't they? Yeah. The m- majority of it. So, it, yeah, it's still it's still the uncertain time. Yeah. Where will we be? I don't this know. This time next year. I'm trying to think. Because it is sad, because I, I do know of one or two wedding photographers that have literally said that's it they're done really yeah they did it they're done that's sad yeah but they without being too mean it's not because they were full-on professionals they have a day job well but they have di- they, they've decided now they, they've literally ditched the wedding photography but some persons even they've sold they've sold all their gear really they've just sold the cameras and they, they've sold their gear they said that's it i'm done God, what yeah. would we do? We decided to ditch it. We haven't got a day job. <laughs> this, is, well, this is the point. It, 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 it's our day job. Yeah. And mo- a lot of photographers out there, it's their day job. But that, that's another side in you know, the issue, isn't it, with people yeah. that it's not really their priority in their life. Mm. With us and with many other suppliers in the industry, it's 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 the priority. Yeah, because it's not it's, just it's your bread and butter. It? It's um, all sorts of suppliers Absolutely. out there really struggling. But just hoping so much it does get better. Um, as long as, as far as bookings go, we certainly haven't had the uptake that we're used to for the following no, year, have we? No. We've had people contact us, but they're not even committing. I don't are think. They? I, I think, and people—that's a thing. People are struggling to commit. They're liking the idea, and they, they're thinking, "Oh, yeah, we can get married next year." But then they must go away and sit down and think, "Well, do we really want to get married yeah. next year? Do we but really they are, want to run again, they're trying to cover all the eventualities because they're contacting us." For dates next year, yeah, we're saying, well, we're, we're open for that date. And then they're just thinking, well, we're not going to commit because we don't know what's going to happen, but thanks for letting us know that you're open. So further on down the line, when it looks like it might get better, they're going to come back and say, we we contacted you, you said the date was open, is it still open? Yeah, I suppose there is that. But again, if nobody's booking and paying deposits and things, you're you're only going to take the first person for a date that gives you a deposit, aren't you? Of course you are. Yeah. So it, it, it's hard, you can't plan ahead, but if it does go well... Are there going to be a lot of disappointed couples because they didn't secure the venue, they didn't secure the caterer, they didn't secure the photographer? Yeah, bound to be. Mm. Happy times ahead, we hope. Hope so. Pop. I suppose we should touch on awards, shouldn't we? Touch on awards. We've got no awards. Touch awards. on 
the topic of awards. The topic of awards. I only say that because, oh, let's go back a few months now, we did have an email from one of our previous clients that asked us if she could put us forward for a an award, an area award. Yeah. Which I said, yeah, that's fine. You can go ahead with that. You know, I'm you know, pleased you thought enough of us to want to do that. But then it was, it was the email I got from the company that were doing these awards after that and all what they wanted from us. Oh, I know. And I was thought, no, I don't want to get involved in that. Contacting all your clients and saying... Would but you, it, was, it was cost you, as well. You vote it was cost you as well. Vote, please, please but vote that's vote. the thing. A, it was cost. And B, it was... It was to do, it, well, it, it was doing drumming up votes. Yeah, and it's so doing all that. And I know there's a lot of photographers out there in the wedding industry that they don't care about these awards. I mean, we don't. No. It doesn't mean anything. No. But there are others that it's just, it's essential for recognition... I don't know for assurities. Some people love badges on their website and things, don't they? I mean, I don't yeah, know. I don't. I, have they? Yeah, I don't know. I like don't. Like 10, 15 badges. We've got one badge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just from a, as we're recommending suppliers. It's a. Well, it's a It's do. part of the contract, yeah. isn't it? Part yeah. of the terms, really, or the agreements, because it creates a link back to them, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. To help them out. But I don't really know much about awards because we were involved in a project. Is that the right word, project, a couple of years back? Yeah, it was a project. From somebody who works in a very established industry mm. and they do immensely well in that established industry, don't they? Well, she's a nail technician, you're allowed to say All oh, right, you give it all away. She's a nail technician. But There's she was quite... nail technicians out But there. she was... My point here is it was an established industry, but she was quite new to the industry. She was really new. But really she good. was really good and her following was ridiculous, yeah. wasn't it? Or is still, is grown. Yeah. I mean, she trains internationally now, doesn't she? Yeah. You know, that's yeah, how good she training. is. Yeah. But she's, she's an absolute brilliant. sweetheart, oh, isn't she? Lovely, lovely Such person. a down-to-earth, you'd want her as your best mate, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, definitely. But she, um, she contacted us to do some photography, didn't she? Mm. Um, because she had this um, project she was going to get involved in and it required... A visual, didn't it? Yeah. Basically, she she didn't hire a model. She was the model, wasn't she? Yeah. For she, her own project. Yeah, she, she We worked her herself. brief, basically, didn't we? She yeah. hired us to work to her brief. And we created a lovely image for her to enter this competition. No, yeah, it was no, an awards yeah, thing, yeah, wasn't it? So she entered yeah. it because she wanted to establish herself further, which I kind of get. If she wants to establish herself in this large industry as a new person, but it's got a huge following. Yeah. You know, I could see the sense in it. But she, I mean, she paid us our rate, didn't she? You yeah. know, so it was a job yeah. to us. But we worked totally to her brief. Our photography, it was her visual, her mind, what she had in her mind, wasn't yeah. it? So we, we we worked with her and what we produced was she loved it, didn't she? Yeah. You know, well, I loved it as well because it was, it was really different slightly out of my comfort zone. Yeah. But it was a it was a it was a lovely image. Beautiful. But my point to all this was it was still a a lot of hard work for her to then have to go and get people to vote. Yeah. For her for this award. I don't know the full story about it, but she went to a nice ceremony in, in the city somewhere, didn't she? And she actually won the category that she went in for, didn't she? Yeah. Which was a voter's choice, mm. which was the top choice or the top award below the the obvious awards, shall we say. Yeah, sort of an overall winner. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the, the guys that won it, or the girls even, they were, like, international, internationally recognised people anyway weren't yeah. they in that industry yeah. and most of their work had been done by top level studio photographers didn't yeah. they, to produce their visuals for this competition ours was very different because it but was outside it was outside in a cornfield yeah. wasn't it yeah i say it was her vision that she had because she she lives in a country doesn't she she's a country yeah, girl lives country in a country which is why she's so rounded and grounded yeah but she had to do a lot of hard work to drum up people to be in it with her to win this award. And yeah. she was chuffed as cherries and we were chuffed for her. I mean, our, our, our photo was seen internationally. Absolutely, yeah. Not that it had any photo by Darren Musgrove no. Photography and Cara, but it was just nice for us to know, oh, look, our photo's been there, you know. We didn't, we didn't get nothing out of that. Yeah, oh. I was just so pleased for her. Well, that, that's the whole point, yeah, it. that was the whole point. But if you go on her website, there's nothing really emblazoned everywhere, is there? No. This is what she did and this is what she won. You know, she didn't win this in the year 20, whatever. It was just literally done to be noticed, which she was. Yeah. Because this competition is an international, internationally recognised affair. Mm. So the magazines that it was all in and the websites and all those sort of things, the material, the media that were there, it, 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 it did the job for her, didn't it? It did. It did the job. Yeah. So the award 
was not just a, oh, well done, there's a badge for you. It was no. actually an establishing award that's led to better things because now she's training internationally, isn't yeah, she? she is, yeah, she is, So I, I kind of... It's a lot different to these these uh, awards that are done... Well, these are local, aren't locally, they? Locally, aren't local. they? Like the northeast or the southwest yeah. or the Midlands. Regional. Regional, that's, that's the, the word, word yeah. yeah. The three counties, yeah. wedding awards for this, that and the other. And you have to pay your sub to enter it. Yeah. And then you have to drum, you have to spend time drumming up votes from people and contacting past clients to leave comments for... Is it? Is it? Why do you want that? Why and do people you get want a badge because you're a regional finalist. No, I've seen badges for nominees. Nominees? Nominated for the whatever it was year, whatever year. So you get a badge because you were nominated oh, for dear. something. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna get into that, and no. I don't want to be negative no, at all. But no. my, my point here is, if that's your bag, <laughs> what is it with some people and awards? I suppose to an unknowing and unwitting client, it's a sense of assurity. I suppose so. Maybe. It's a possibility, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not really our bag. But as I say, the, the, our previous client who contacted us, it was very sweet, um, but I didn't take it any further because no. I haven't got the time for a start. No, I haven't got the right, time. Yeah. I really haven't got the time. Anyway. Uh, there was something else I was going to mention today. Oh, yeah, videographers. I don't know if we really talked about videographers previously. We've mentioned working with them, haven't we? Have we? but not really going into much detail. Because I, I know a few um, younger people that are doing, starting in wedding photography and uh, they got friends that are videographers and they want to sort of... Pair up. Yeah, do, yeah. Do, do a team. Yeah. Which I think that's a great idea. If you know someone yeah, and, and you can work with them and then you can form a relationship with them and then you both get to know how each other work. And if you're working together for the same company, you can set rules yeah. for each other, can't it's you? it got to be a much better way of working. I actually. think so, yeah. And I thought, blimey, think of some of the videographers that we've worked with. I mean, we've worked with quite a few, and they differ so much, don't they? Mm. On the whole, they're pretty good. Oh, yeah. Because they respect what you've got to do for that day, and and we respect what they've got to do. So you tend to get together and have a little natter, don't you? Yeah. About, well, you know, how do you like to shoot? Where would you want to be? If I'm here, am I going to be in your way? Things like that, you know. Mm. And even if we have to cross a camera to get from A to B, they'll say, don't worry about that. I'll just, you know, whatever, that bit out. And we've worked with others as well. They just come in with guns blazing, didn't they? Yeah. They are literally, apart from the couple, they're the next most important person on that day. It's a little bit off-putting. It is off-putting, but going back to our topic of last week, which was being professional, you just have to remain professional, don't you? Of course you do. You really do. So I was just going to suggest that if people who might be listening to this that haven't worked with videographers or you're new and you're you know wondering what you do if and when that ever happens, just either contact them before the wedding. Yeah, definitely. Get the details idea. off the couple. Just introduce yourself. Yeah. Because we've had a few. Do, we've had a few do that, haven't we? Mm. That they've contacted. Oh, well, that's that's an amazing way to do it. Yeah. So on the day you meet up again and you just talk and what you're going to do, and what you're not going to do. It's nothing worse when you turn up to a wedding and you don't know there's going to no, be a No, that's right, yeah, that is a bit... Because you, you generally haven't really got time to Because that's right, because, because, because you literally need to get on with your day's other. work, but you also need to... You just need to be aware of what they want from the day yeah. and what, what you need from the day. And you need to establish a, a relationship and you haven't got the time really yeah. to do that. But as that. I say, at that stage, that's why it's worse sometimes you get you then get to know that they're just here for themselves. Yeah. And their work is the most important thing regardless of what anyone else says, says, does or think. Mm. We haven't met many of those. Um, but I just saw videographers. They're good at what they do. Oh, God, yeah. They bring a real different dimension to the wedding. But I just like to work with them rather than around them and or against them. Yeah. It's working with someone, isn't it? Of course. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, we're both in visuals. Now, I, I must admit, when I'm editing photos... And I've got some lovely moments, but in the background is the guy with his gimbal and his camera on top. Yeah. Plus his uh, his um, contraption, his bracket that's hanging from whatever with another camera on it, plus his three tripods. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I mean, some people come in with the right production, don't they? Sometimes a bit too much. Oh, well, in my mind, a bit too much, yeah. Um, but others, literally, they just come in with two cameras like us. They, they hand-hold them, don't they? Yeah. One with one lens, one with another on, and they just hand-hold and they walk around with you all day, practically. Yeah. And we've had lovely experiences, because this is one thing I suppose I wanted to get from this, is that we don't really want our clients to be exasperated at any time No. during the wedding day, do we? No, that's right. And if you've got a videographer that wants his piece of meat mm. for half an hour, yeah. 
And we also want, well, we don't want a piece of meat. We just want a biscuit of time, don't we? <laughs> yeah. We just because we just work quickly because we know they don't want to be away from their guests. But even if we're just having a short time and they're having a longer time, we don't want to feel that the bride and the groom or whatever the couple, we don't want to feel their angst on that day, do no, we? No, that's right. So I mean, don't see the furrowed brows. So you tend to almost our nature is, I suppose, to naturally become secondary. Yeah. And then the couples then miss out on good photos, don't they? Yeah, yeah. But is that right? I don't know. I don't quite know what the right thing to do is in those situations. No, don't know. It's about it's, keeping it's, the peace, isn't it? It is about the way I've always worked. If somebody gets uppity with me, I'll just step just back. Step you know, back, just exactly, honestly, yeah. it's not going to escalate with us. No, no nothing's going to escalate. You don't want fisticuffs on a no. wedding day, do you? Really? And I don't even want to go to the <laughs> couple and just to say, "Oh, we just had this conversation with the videographer, and they said this, that, and the other." So therefore. We're doing this because mm. that, that, that we don't want them to worry no. about anything, do no. we? But yeah, just working with with videographers. They're, I mean, they're, they're, they are good on a whole, but you just to get a few that will. They just want you to know that they are the bee's knees. Yeah, they are the big cheese. Yeah, and you're secondary. Yeah, don't let it get you down if you're new. No, just be polite and just be professional. Don't escalate anything, even if you know they are wrong and you're right. Mm. Just let it go. You've got to, haven't you? You've got to let it go. Yeah, you got to. You've got to let it go. And if you, because I mean, the worrying time is when, uh, I don't know, walking up and down the aisle. How many times does a videographer decide he's getting between you and the couple with his gimbal? <laughs> what can you do? Well, you can't can do, do anything, can you? So we have pictures where, yeah, that's, that's how it is. Yeah. But at least when the couple see the photos, they can see, what a knob, can't they? Yeah. Or, oh, that's typical of him. Yeah. Or not even see it, you know. They might not see it. It's one of those things, no, isn't it? That's right. And the way we shoot, it is what it is. We just document the day. Yeah. If that happened, that that's happened. What happened, yeah. Exactly. That's a photo you're going to get. Boom. <laughs> it's TV time. <laughs> we finished watching that. Um, Future Man. Future Man, didn't we? If you've I not really watched Future it. Man, it was on. It was on that Prime, wasn't it? Amazon. Yeah. If you don't haven't watched it, it's three series, isn't it? Yeah. And it's, they're quite. They're shortish episodes, aren't they? But it's such an easy watch. It's very, it's very easy Episode one's really good. Episode two is a bit, hey, what? What? But it's fun. And episode three's like, mm, crikey. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. Futter man, future man. It's good. I love, the, I love the concept of time travel. Yeah. Time travel. Talk about time travel. Back to the future. Yeah. So where's the, where would you like to go back to? Where would I go if back to? If you had a chance to go back in time, where, what is point it, right. in time Let's would you go Let's get this right. To? Is this a, a one... A one yeah. opportunity yeah. movement back in time. Now, is this a movement back in time and I have to stay to do it again? Or can Ooh. I go visit and then come back? I don't know. Go visit, come back. There you go. That's hard, that is. Because I know I'd like to go back to a period of time and do it again. But it becomes that would become quite difficult because you're now into the like, rules like of 101 time travel. Yeah. If you live somewhere, you can't change anything so you've just got to observe you've just got to observe would you go back as the age you are now well you would that's so, so for instance I, 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 I'm works, just saying so, I suppose it? it is if I went back to 1985 yeah or early 80s when I was at my worst <laughs> to not do some of the things I did would I go back and just observe myself as well, an adult now that's all you can do right that's, that is time travel 101 is it yeah okay you can't, you can't interact so with you, anybody or you anything yeah so you, you'd, be, you'd be better off not, really? not going back in time to if you wanted to go back for an era of something you'd be better off going back not in your local area where you lived at that time yeah for the fear of bumping well, people a, you know not in a time that you were alive so you can't interfere with yourself you know what I mean <laughs> that's <sounds> bad <laughs> steady might be children listening <laughs> so you can't change the course of your of your future. Right. But I wouldn't want to go back pre my birth date. Why? Because there's nothing pre there that I'd be interested in. Go back seeing your great granddad or something? Great granny? Well, that's pointless because I, I don't even know them, so that would be silly, wouldn't it? Just yeah, to see I them. Yeah, so. It would be a bit pointless. If you went back in time, you either want to experience something again, a time, an era, yeah. or you kind of want to do something differently, don't you? But so you can't it, do anything differently though. So that's right. So if you go back in time, see Marty Mockfly got away with it because he only well, he fixed it. He could have been his dad, couldn't he? Yeah, and he fixed it. But he had to fix yeah, it. Yeah. No, that's, 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 yeah, get your head around that. Yeah. But I don't know. I'd go back, I don't know, early 80s, mid 80s, late 80s, somewhere along there. I'd go back to the early 80s. Yeah, because I love, I'm probably more 
mid to late eighties for me because I love I love the. You're a bit younger than me, not older. You're a bit younger. Yeah, than me. The, it's the music and the sport, I suppose, and the fashion. The fashion, eighties fashion, really. Well, no, late late eighties. Late eighties, I'd go probably eighty eight to about ninety two. Yeah, that's like, like those four years. For, for the music, they were the banging years for me. That, that's where I was at my. I, yeah, I loved the, I loved that era. I loved the clothes. I loved shopping for clothes. I loved how I looked. I, I was really good at the sport I played. I loved the music. Well, doesn't everybody love that? Well, I would have probably age done when they're in their late I suppose, I suppose so. teens. But then, the but then, in a way, that would be cruel if I went back and saw myself doing that. That'd be really cruel. Yeah. And as an adult, I couldn't go back and. Wear some of the clothes I suppose uh, no. I wore then because <laughs> no, I'm a different I'm not. a different shape now. Ridiculous. I would love to see sort of smell the environment and feel the atmosphere <laughs> yeah. and it's, yeah the atmosphere. Just hear that music live on the radio, those sort of things. You yeah. know, you don't you don't realise that twenty or thirty years down the road that'll be you'll be buying those compilations or downloading them because nobody plays it anymore. And yet back then it's on the radio every day. It's yeah. it's the it's the thing, isn't it? We do but, like nostalgia, don't yeah. we? But you, you couldn't change anything, could you? No. You couldn't change anything. Well, I you, well, you could. But you'd run the risk of when you come back to the present time that it's all it's all different. Which we is, couldn't change it. Which is kind of what these futuristic films, these back, these time machine films, they kind of depict, don't they? Yeah. Going back, something happened, putting something right, going back to your present time, but realising you weren't as successful as putting it right as you thought you were because something's changed. Hmm. I mean, Back to the Future, it changed for the better, didn't it? Yeah. And it was pretty good. But yeah, that's that, that's a toughie then. Particularly if you had one go at it. <laughs> and also, if you had a time machine, you can only go back to that that actual position you are with the time machine. Yeah, that's right. Do you know that's what I mean? So if you're stood works, somewhere apparently. and you want to go back, say you wanted to go back to prehistoric times to see the dinosaurs, you couldn't guarantee that when you zap back in time, you'd blop in a flipping vat of volcanic molten no, lava, absolutely. could you? No, that's right. Or under the foot of a... <laughs> yeah, somebody puts his foot down on you and you <laughs> Or into the gob of a bloody pterodactyl or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't work that out, could you? Yeah. It's a great concept. Hey, what about that story? We um, we stayed at that that place. After that we, wedding? We did that weekend wedding, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, a massive, it's a really well-established, it's a very large court of some kind, isn't it? Yeah. And the scientists... Professor Stephen Hawking stayed there often, he actually, didn't he? Yeah, he had his own suite, didn't he? He had his own suite, but he'd adapted it, didn't he, to fit yeah. his wheelchair yeah. during his decline, you know, as time went on. And we stayed in the So suite, most didn't of we? the most of the doors had been widened, didn't they? And yeah. there'd be ramps into place and even the bathroom had been adapted to take his his contraption, yeah. didn't he? His wheelchair. Yeah. Um it was a it was a two floored suite, wasn't it? Mm. But obviously the downstairs had been adapted for him, for him yeah. so the bedroom and all that and the actual bedroom we stayed in was his room yeah. when he when he stayed there because talking to the staff there didn't they say that he used to go there for sometimes months on end yeah. and do a lot of his theorising yeah, and, and studying and projects he, yeah, it was he, a lovely he used to just like the secluded rural um, location didn't he mm. and we stayed in that room and we just jokingly said didn't we because he, he, he'd passed away That's what a year or so yeah, before long... when we stayed Since, there didn't they it? He passed away, and we remember saying, what do we say? He said, this weekend or tonight is going to be the night that he's already, he comes back from the future (laughs) to tell us all that uh, time travel is now possible. He's actually fathomed it out because he's actually already in the future. He's come back. (laughs) And I woke up in the morning. No, you didn't wake up in the morning. It was in the morning, wasn't it? No, we we were woken up. About it was still dark outside because it was an early oh, year, right, yeah. an early year oh, wedding, was wasn't it? Yeah. And we were wake, woken up by this electronic beeping, weren't yeah. we? And we were like, yeah. oh my God, the bloody hell is that? That's electronic we, voice. We were convinced, weren't we? Yeah, this electronic it, it voice, wasn't it? Yeah. We couldn't really fathom out what it was saying. If you oh, don't, when you're coming round from. And honestly, I, I can remember. That. Oh my God! Because we had the conversation, <laughs> didn't we? Yeah. It was like it was surreal. And there was all these like lights flashing, weren't they? Yeah. Oh my god, what yeah. is this? He's coming. He's coming so he got out of bed and went to the window, and pulled the curtains slightly, so we could just just see what was happening. And it was the uh, <laughs> the bin men. Bin wasn't men. It? The bin men had turned up. It's about half seven in the morning. Yeah. Still dark outside, and the vehicle was beeping as it reversed in with that electronic voice, <laughs> wanting 
vehicle is reversing. One in this vehicle. But it was a very electronic voice, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the other one. Oh, we were still. That was so funny. It was a good weekend where doing that was. That was a very good... But that's the whole point with this game, isn't it? You don't know what you're going to get next. No. And we get looked after so well at most of our weddings. We do. As most wedding photographers do. Yeah. I think that's kind of the attraction for the job, isn't it? Yeah. It's great people, great weddings, and weekends like that was just a bonus, wasn't it? Oh, it was amazing. It was a it was bonus. Amazing. Remember they two, said two they, nights, they said to us, we, we, yeah, we're coming to do their wedding, but they said, well, no, we want to stay for the weekend. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah, if you stay for the weekend, and you, you can have that area because nobody's staying there. Yeah. Because they hide the whole complex. Yeah. And it was in, like, five figures for this complex for the weekend, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, and they um they gave us a suite. Yeah. Kitchen. That was... That was quite a four bathrooms, we? weren't they? Yeah. We were getting lost in there. We didn't know what, what room to <laughs> sleep in. Oh, dear. But, yeah, you, you, they don't come very often, but when you get looked after like that, mm. you can't but help... Look after your client, can you? No. I mean, we look after our clients. Anyway. Per se, don't yeah. we? Yeah. But sometimes you think, well, somebody sees something in you that they like. And that was the whole point of coming to websites again, wasn't it? They contacted us. They liked what they read. They were happy with the prices that were on there. Yeah. We went to see them. I think they paid us a little bit more than we were asking because we did a little bit extra, didn't we? We did, yeah. And then not only that, we were talking about being used or working with them in, in their business, weren't we, as yeah. well? So it, it kind of, yeah, it opens up a whole new avenue sometimes. Yeah, it does. But uh, show so, you. That was great. A great couple. Great wedding. Good wedding. Really good wedding. Yeah. But no, it's, it's, it's a good industry to be in. And as I say, we all are in the same circle. And it's funny because the wedding industry, particularly the wedding photography industry, is just a circle of its own. And inside that circle, everyone knows everybody and everyone knows and has opinions of everybody. But outside of that circle, no one gives a monkeys, do they? No, of And your not. clients are outside of that circle. Yeah, yeah. This is my whole thing with being a wedding photographer. You do what you believe is right. Yeah. You don't let anybody say anything against what you believe is right. No. If anybody says, you know, you're not cut out for this, well, if you think you are, you are. As long as it's, it. Yeah, as long as it's working, as long as what you're doing that's is right. working for you, that's right. you're making money. Well, students, they're under no illusion. I know a few students and they're really nice people and they're under no illusion. They want to get into the wedding industry. They try to tag along with people to get experience. Mm. Sometimes that's hard because I really want to bring everybody, but it's not really possible with myself and yourself. No, because I'm already the in the wedding party. Anyway. And we can't really, well, we don't like to say to our couples, Oh, we got somebody that just wants to come for the experience because it's a little bit unprofessional. I don't, I don't think it would there be are times when that, that can happen, but mm. on a whole, it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. Because our photography industry, I just think, is a little bit different to, say, in America. It's such a big thing in America, and it's such a respected industry. Yeah. And it's not really that respect, not by photographers or the wedding industry, just by the general population. Mm. Photography is not really respected. It's no, not an industry so. that's on its knees because businesses are still going. We're going. Yeah. Hopefully. Still going. <laughs> and people are starting up in it and will be very successful. But it's not as respected a medium as other, I suppose, industries in this no. country. No. But whether that's just a UK thing or what, I don't know. But I, I read a lot and speak to people who work in America and they, they do very well in their industry and they are respected. Mm. They do family shoots nearly every year with the same family because it's it's what that they do. That that's their culture. Yeah. They respect f- photography. It means something to them. It's part of their culture again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it's because they haven't got much of a history. Well, possibly so. Perhaps what they want to keep history. So yeah. photos is yeah. keeping history. We're keeping history because they haven't got any longevity in their history yeah. at all, really. So that's us for today. Yeah. Been a little ramble on about a few things there. As I say, this is supposed to be just be a bit of fun. Um, when people come to us with their ideas or opinions, it's great. That's exactly what we want. Yeah, so if you've got any ideas or opinions or if you want to hear yeah, us talk about anything yeah. in particular... And we'll always say the same thing, that opinions, everyone's got one. You know, I've got one, you've got one. Opinions are great things. They they, they create conversation, they create debate, don't they? Yeah. Um, we've just got to, if we all had the same opinion, wouldn't it? It would be boring, wouldn't be boring. it? It'd be very predictable. Yeah. Life would be so predictable. But we've gone over a few things um, over the last few weeks that, uh, that, that are there. And I understand a bit more myself now, so it's, it's allowed me to... Yeah, I think do... that's very interesting when you find out about, about pricing and cost. Yeah, and yeah. And I'd say a lot of that information has come from um, professors in their field yeah. when it comes to marketing. Not necessarily specifically to weddings, but just marketing and website. It's all relative, Taxing though, in general. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, I got a fizzy burp then. <laughs> <laughs> that bird. Yeah. 
Right then, babe. Okay. What's up the rest of the week? Um, I have no idea. Are yeah, you? idea. Yeah, we, no, I'm not. It's not raining the last couple of days, is it? No. A right wet. Summer's just gone again. Well, it's not really raining though, is it's it? It's like no... drizzly and dull. Yeah, our summer's just. We seem to have had our summer a month ago. Two weeks of lovely blazing hot temperature. Well, I prefer it. Like but it's this good as though well. because no one's getting having a wet wedding. <laughs> True. <laughs> no True. wet weddings. Would have been a wet wedding week. <laughs> okay, so uh, we'll see you next time. You're in a rush to get away. Yeah, I know. I've, 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 I need another drink. I'm out of drink. <laughs> oh, a drink. What's... <laughs> Is that water? No. Water. No, we will leave it there. Yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll leave it there till we meet till we meet again. Uh next time for some more fun wedding photo chat. God you said that in one piece then. I-